The Bible doesn't ask us, when were you born? The Bible asks us, are you alive? Mm. And, th and that's where we need to put our focus. So sometimes people are dealing with a troubled conscience because they're asking the wrong questions. Mm. They're not allowing the Bible to guide their questions as well as their answers. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Well, welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church and the voice of the Straight Truth Podcast. Now, please go to our website and check out all the media we have there, straighttruth.net. There you can find links to all of our previous episodes and every topic we've already explored. And you can also find links to all of our social media channels. So please click on one of those, like, and subscribe to that channel. Also, if you'd like to hear sermons related to one of these topics, just click on the links below or go to our website and you will find those. Lastly, go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review. Pastor, God's made us in such a way that we remember all of our failings, or at least a lot of them, unfortunately. And uh, that often brings to our minds feelings of guilt, past sins, whether pre or post conversion. We are constantly flooded with the thoughts of, of sins we've committed uh, in the past, some of them grievous sins that we've repented of and moved on from, but they plague us. They mm. make us feel guilty all the time. Uh, I'm wondering how you would approach somebody who comes to you and, and, and asks, how can I be free from the guilt of these past sins? Or maybe somebody who says, I can't even forgive myself from the things that I've done in the past. Yeah, we, we have to preach the gospel to ourselves. Mm. We have to be clear about what the gospel is. And the gospel is not Christ helping me save myself. Mm through self-flagellation, through atoning for my own sins. The gospel, the good news is that Christ died for sinners. And when he died, he died for all the sins of all those who will place their faith in him. Mm -hmm. So he didn't die for some of my sins, he died for all of them. He died not just for my respectable sins, he died for the most horrific sins that I could ever imagine uh, that I've ever committed. So. I have to know that I'm fully forgiven. So I, I inform my conscience, I inform my attitudes with the truth of the gospel. Uh, that's one thing I would say. I would also, this is on my mind, so I wanna go this direction real quick before we move on to something else. But I think sometimes too, I have to, I have to examine what I'm feeling guilty about. Is that the real issue? What I've found through the years in counseling with people is that sometimes they keep bringing an issue to me. This is what I feel guilty about. This is what I feel guilty about. But there's actually something else, some, some sin at the moment mm -hmm. that they're not dealing with. Uh, so I'm, I'm willing to focus on this area of failure in my past, but the, the real issue may not be in the past. It may be in the present. And the reason why my conscience is continually plagued with guilt is because there's some issue going on right now that I'm not dealing with. And instead of dealing with that issue, I deflect. I, I wanna run over to something else that, that I, I know I'm rid of, I'm done with, and I want to lay my guilt at the foot of that when the real issue is I need to deal with this, with this hidden sin mm. that nobody knows about. So I would just ask, you know, are you confessed up? I mean, are, are you dealing with all the sin that's going on that you're aware of in your life? Mm. That would be an aspect of something we, we would wanna think about. But if I can say, with a, with a clear conscience. Uh, not that I'm sinless, we'll never be sinless, but I am dealing with the sin that I'm aware of in my life, and yet I just always feel guilty. Mm -hmm. I would say you have to 
continue to preach the gospel to yourself and know that Christ died for sinners. And that means He died for you because you're a sinner if you've trusted in Him as, as Lord and Savior. Mm. There are plenty of people that approach this question from, from different uh, angles, we might say. There are those who have what we call a guilty conscience. And then there are those who just, just can move on with, with, yeah. with no thought. It seems that the ones who have that guilty conscience are probably the ones approaching you all the time. It's true. And uh, do you find that to be uh, true, that there, that there are those who, are, who have these guilty consciences that are plagued by it, and that affects their spiritual life? Do you no doubt about true? it. No doubt about it. When I talk to those people, you know, I, I approach it from a number of different angles. First of all, you have a spiritual enemy, mm -hmm. and he's real, Satan and demons. And we live in a world that, that, that has spiritual realities going on that we can't see. And if our, if our enemy wants us to focus on something, he doesn't want us to focus on Christ, he wants us to focus on ourselves. So when you talk about a continually guilty conscience, who's at the center of that picture? Usually the, the individual himself is at the center of that picture. So I always exhort people to realize your enemy wants you to set your focus on yourself. The Word of God would encourage us, exhort us, command us to set our focus on Christ, set our focus on what God has accomplished in Christ. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to exhort that person to, to turn their attention to Christ. Get your eyes off of you. Second, you have to take as fact what the Bible declares concerning your sins. Romans 8.1 teaches us there's no condemnation for those who are in mm -hmm. Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Romans 5.1 teaches that having been justified by faith, we now have peace with God. We've been stationed in the grace of God. On my best days, I'm no more acceptable to God uh, from a legal point of view than on my worst days. Turn that around. On my worst days, I'm no less accepted by God than on my best days because my acceptance is not found in me, not found mm. in my performance, not found in what, I, what I've done. It's found in what Christ has done. When I put my faith in Christ, all my sins were forgiven and I was clothed with His righteousness. His righteousness was given to me as a gift, imputed to my account, so that I stand before God completely accepted in the Beloved. My acceptance is not found in me, it's found in Christ. I want to continue to mm. point people there. But we do know now God is our Father in Christ Jesus. And there is a fatherly kind of approval and disapproval. God does reprove His children for their sins. He scourges every son whom He receives, the Bible says. So my father can be dis displeased with me, but even then, he's a perfect father. He's a good father. I sometimes uh, exhort people in light of their own relationship with their children. When your children fail, you're disappointed, but you love them. Mm -hmm. And even as you reprove them and discipline them, it's for their good. It's, it's because you desire for them to do well, to serve the Lord well, to grow in the Christian life. Well, our Father is, is a better Father than we are, and He's perfectly good. So even if He's displeased with me, it's in the context of fatherly love, fatherly ambitions and goals. It's for my good. It's not putting me away because He's done with me. Mm -hmm. It's disciplining me for the purpose of holiness, that I would be conformed to the image of His Son. Mm -hmm. So I want to point people to the gospel. I want to point people to the truth. I want to exhort them to look away from themselves and to look to Christ. And I want them to actually believe what the Bible says about their condition before God. Mm -hmm. mm. Do, is this the same type of person that might come to you and says, like, I, I, I don't know if I'm really a Christian? Yeah. Um, because I'm feeling right. guilty all the time. I, I, I can never get over the fact that I'm a sinner. 
Yes. Uh, the same sort of person there? Is yeah, and al almost always, Josh, there's, there's some distortion okay. of truth that's going on in their mind. There's either something that they're not giving enough weight to, mm -hmm. so sometimes it's a distortion in terms of emphasis, but sometimes they just actually have the substance of what they're responding to in their mind. They have the substance of it wrong. Mm -hmm. So let me give you one, assurance of salvation. Mm -hmm. um, just spoke recently with someone. I don't know that I'm saved because I'm constantly feeling guilty. And, and they were tying their assurance to an event. You know, I'm not really clear about when it happened. I know I've, you know, I believe the gospel. I know that I believe in Christ. I know that I have asked him many times to save me, but I don't know of a specific time, you know, when I was converted or the specific time when I was converted. So I asked the person, can you, looking at the New Testament, can you point me to where the Bible directs us to that kind of question as we consider the matter of assurance? Where does the Bible tell us what day was it on? Who was preaching the sermon? Mm -hmm. Where were you at? Mm -hmm. What did you feel? Those are not the questions mm -hmm. that the New Testament gives us as we consider the matter of assurance. We don't just let the Bible guide us in our answers. The Bible has to actually guide our questions. Mm. So instead of those kinds of questions, the Bible asks us, do I believe the biblical gospel? Mm -hmm. Do I love the Son of God? Do I love my brothers and sisters in Christ? Do I love the church? Do I love the truth? Do I recognize my sin? Do I confess my sin? Mm. The Bible doesn't ask us, when were you born? The Bible asks us, are you alive? Mm. And, th and that's where we need to put our focus. So sometimes people are dealing with a troubled conscience because they're asking the wrong questions. Mm. They're not allowing the Bible to guide their questions as well as their answers. Mm. So the, the answer for all of the struggles we have, including the, the struggle with guilt and all the rest, the answer for it all is Christ and truth. It's the Lord Jesus Christ and, and it's the all-sufficient Word of God. So what I would say to someone who's struggling in these areas, go to your pastor, go to someone who's mature in the faith, uh, a fellow believer, doesn't have to be your pastor, a fellow believer that you know is strong in the Word of God, and begin to talk through these issues with them and let them direct you into a right understanding of Scripture, then let that Scripture inform your heart and actually believe it. There's no answer for any of us if we don't believe the Bible. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're, if we're not going to believe, then we're going to have struggles. Mm. So on some level, the battle a person has with a constantly guilty conscience is a faith battle. Mm. Is the Word of God true? When it mm. says I'm forgiven, am I? Mm. When it says I'm clothed with Christ's righteousness, am I? When it says that God is a Father who loves me and even as He disciplines me, it's, it's for His his glory and my good for, for holiness. Is that true? Mm -hmm. So as we believe the truth, our hearts can know comfort. Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information about this podcast, just go to our website, straighttruth.net. And there you can find links to all of our previous episodes, also some other helpful information about these topics. We also have merchandise there for you to purchase if you would like to. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.